You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, everyone. It's Katie, and it's another episode of the Nursepreneur podcast. And today I have Fabian Raphael, who is an online business consultant, speaker, podcaster, and she is a former physical therapist, so not unfamiliar with healthcare. Um, but Fabian, you also have a background in radio and TV hosting. So you, you've got so much going on. You, you're just an amazing person. But give us um, some background here. Like, how did you get started in all of this? <laughs> well, it's, not, <laughs> it's definitely not a straight line. Um, I have to say that uh, I grew up in a family where my parents really wanted me to get a diploma and then get that job that I would that I would keep forever until I retire. And let's say that this is not how it happened. Um, I worked for a while after I graduated and then did some traveling and uh, along the way met my business and life partner. And he was already into um, working for himself and into personal development and into building businesses. So I guess he was a good influence. So this is where I started when I started to uh, get more interested into these things. And uh, we had a, a healthcare agency and then I had a home staging business. And before that, I was a consultant as a physical therapist uh, instead of just being an employee. And then eventually I fell on this huge marketing conference and they were talking about marketing. I was like, oh my God, this marketing thing. I had no clue uh, how to make my businesses grow better and how to uh, speak with the client properly, with the prospects properly. And then I was all amazed and I was like, well, you know what? Like the online business world was more what I was looking for. Um, if, if we're talking about the freedom, uh, controlling my schedule, being more present with my family. So I decided to go for it and then help other people to do the same. So it's no straight line because as you said, I also have a training in radio and television hosting. So in between all these things, I had a TV show and uh, among other things, um, I was also an athlete on the, on the national team with uh, Team Handball. So I did compete around the world. I did several things. Um, so for me, focusing was was a struggle and at <laughs> one point well I had to take like everything that I am into this one person that I am of course and helping others becoming good coaches online and earn the money that they deserve to earn and live their purpose so uh yeah let's say in a nutshell that's who I am <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't, you, you don't pigeonhole very well, do you? <laughs> um, so you, you had these different businesses and they're quite different. I mean, you're talking healthcare agency, home staging, consultant. Um, I mean, how do you, it, I, I imagine that it's easy once you start a business, you can start multiple businesses. Is there kind of a similar path that every business needs to take or, or do you have some kind of system to set these up? 
Hmm. I would, I would say that, um, first of all, it starts with curiosity and interest. Um, some people really dive into a business because they're sure they're going to make money out of it. But I'm telling you right from the start, like if this is your motivation, well, forget about it. So it needs to be something you are curious to know more about or something you're passionate about or something that you feel that is, um, your mission to the world. Like, I don't want to sound cheesy, but uh, I would say that most people I work with, and when we, when we go on that sales call and, or strategy session, and then I ask questions about what they want to accomplish or what business they want to start, this is what people say. They're like, well, I, I'm, uh, I'm supposed to do bigger things than what I'm doing now. I feel that I have a higher purpose. I feel that I can influence the world with my gifts. So these are the words that people are using. So basically when you start your business, well, you need to have that kind of passion or curiosity. So if I come back to what I have as experience, well, when I decided to start my healthcare agency, it was at a time where I was transitioning from physical therapy employee to physical therapist um, consultant. And then at, at that time in the hospitals around here or other establishments, well, we were lacking physical therapists and other types of therapists. So I had, I think I had like four or five employees and my job was to get in touch with those establishments and then get, get other, get my employees jobs uh, because they were lacking um, those therapists in, in the hospitals. So this, this worked like pretty well, actually it was a very successful business, but at a certain point, the government decided to just cut in the budgets for the agencies so I lost like my major clients and then I decided to continue as a consultant. So that was for, for the healthcare agency. The home staging business is just because I was passionate about decoration and all of that. <laughs> Plus, I'm happy I made that happen because it led to a TV show. So that, that was awesome. And, and as I said, the online marketing world, helping people build their business online, well, it came up because because of, um, of the whole discovery of the online world. And I felt, I remember I was fascinated by the fact that you could actually sell what you know without anything like tangible, really, anything physical, just all virtually by communicating what you know, your knowledge, what your experience to someone that is eager to learn from you. And, uh, I think it's the future of, of education. I think it's the future of, of, of people's jobs. Like a lot of people are fed up with their jobs and are looking for something um, that will fulfill them better. And I think that it's a huge opportunity for so many people that have something to share with others. Yeah. And I mean, you're really uh, hitting a nerve, especially with nurses, because a lot of us are just completely frustrated in the hospital system. We can only check boxes so many times. Like you, you just don't have the time to do the things that you want to do. And one of the things that I'm trying to help the nurses see is that they have this expertise that they already have, that they could build something. They could mm -hmm. actually build an online business and that there would, that there would, be that need out there that people would actually pay for that type of information. So, you know, I, yeah, and I if we, if we take, go ahead. I'm sorry. If, if we take just, uh, um, 
probably a, a lot of people in your audience know Pat Flynn. The how he started online was with helping architects because he was he was an architect and he was helping um, students uh, pass their exams. So he was just using his knowledge to help others succeed. And we all know that students want to succeed in college and want to, to hit those high scores. Um, so he started with that and he was able to earn money out of something that he knew and he didn't have to do that extra work. And a lot of people think that sometimes you have to do that extra work into knowing more about what you already know. But right here, right now, I'm sure that everyone, every single one of us have this talent, this gift, something very special that someone is eager to be, to, is, is willing to pay for it so they can have their problem solved. Right. So now when you help, now you also have a podcast where that's called um, Marketing to Crush Your Competitors. So you clearly know something about marketing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, so you, when you talk about building businesses online, and I think this is where my nurses get uh, a little bit nervous with their expertise is that, okay, you know, I can put something together, but who would actually pay for that? Like, how do you teach people or, or help people to see where marketing comes into this? And what would be like the first thing you would tell people to do? Oh, first of all, the, the first thing I would tell people to do is list their wins in their lives. And it's so funny because sometimes we accomplish something and for us it's nothing because we're talented or it's easy for us, but some others think that it's a big deal. Um, so most of the time I invite, I invite people I work with like to talk to their close friends or family or colleagues about what their zone of genius is, what they're very great at, what they're good at. Um, and then most of the time people are like surprised sometimes surprised uh, to hear like that everybody is saying exactly the same thing and they could actually uh, put like use that skill or use that talent into building a business. But again, um, you, you can't just build a business because let's say you're good at planting tomatoes and you feel <laughs> that, Hey, everybody wants to learn that. And you start a business with that. I mean, you need an audience. So you need to check out uh, in your market if people are aware of what you want to sell and if they are willing uh, to pay for it. So it's not a matter of, you know, just having a good idea, but is there people already actively looking with like their credit card waving in their hands, you know, like really ready to invest into that solution that you're proposing. So as long as what you want to share is something that people are looking for, willing to invest into it, and that it solves a problem while well, you're after a great start. And all you need is that first client. Why do you say that? I say that because a lot of people let's say they're like, oh, this online thing doesn't work, right? And then you realize that they had a good idea, but it just stayed an idea. And they didn't do, they didn't do that great research or found out if this is exactly what people are looking for. Sometimes it's in the message. Sometimes it's uh, in the product or uh, the service that you're willing to, to share with people, but it's not exactly what they are looking for. So you feel like you're talking to an empty room and that nobody wants to, 
to buy what you have to offer. And then you're like, well, this online thing doesn't work. But it's just because the, the job of searching for what really people are looking for and also all the characteristics of your, of your perfect client or your prospect, then as long as you know that, you will know how to communicate with them in order to attract them with the right message and then make them buy from you. So I'm saying it just needs, you just need one client because this is a proof that what you are offering, someone is willing to invest in. And, that, yeah, and that's, that's what we call a business, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that sounds like great advice. Like if you can interest somebody, you know, maybe you need to tweak your message a little bit or maybe, you know, there's other things. Because I think, uh, you know, a lot of people give up so easily. And I, I know I've had this problem in the past where I've had a lot of great ideas but and pursued them up to a point and then was just like, ah. Eh you know, nobody wants this. And then you just kind of shut down. Um, but I, I think that was before, you know, I really got into marketing and, and knowing where to go and what to do and, and how to, to get the message out. Um, what is your favorite way of marketing? Like, what is your favorite? Uh, do you have a, like a special um, uh, medium that you use? Or do you, are you social media or advertising or regular media? I, I love to, to, to podcast. I mean, uh, you know, I started my podcast, it's four years ago now in August, 2014. And when I started that podcast, I had no clue where it would go. And I'm almost at 300 episodes today. And I'm really happy that I kept it because having a podcast and being consistent with it, first of all, it's good for your positioning. It shows that you are actually someone who can make the work and that you're consistent at it and you care about your audience by delivering value. Second of all, because it's an interview-based uh, podcast that I have, then a lot of people now reach out to be guests on my show and it makes me uh, meet a lot of entrepreneurs from all around the world and we share together stuff on marketing, on other, other areas of business, business coaching or, or building a business online. And it, it, it helps me being in front of other audiences and helps them being in front of my audience. And then, of course, a lot of opportunities happen because of that podcast, because of the people that I meet. So not only do I love to host my own podcast, but I love to be guests on podcasts uh, also. So this is one of my favorite ways, like to expand my reach, to be in front of other people's audiences, but also to host my own podcast. And then I, I really use a lot uh, Facebook um, organic reach. Um, I'm huge into sharing value on my personal profile with posts that relate to what my target audience is looking for or um, the questions, the, the favorite questions they're always asking themselves or what they will want to have as a push to start their business. And then I love to have those conversations on Facebook because um, I think, well, when people are genuine on social media and really tell you like what they want to accomplish and all that stuff, well, again, it, it amazes me because I... <laughs> I grew up where like the internet came like in the nineties and this is not like internet came. And I remember when it started, it was like so slow and it took forever to, to log in and all that stuff. <laughs> and today it's so fast and so quick and you can communicate with someone from like 
all around the from from the opposite side of the world and and you could you could actually help them transform their dream into reality uh, building their dream business and all that stuff so i i find it very fascinating and i feel that we are very privileged to be able to do that so for me there's no excuse i mean there's no excuse um for someone that is looking to do something and it's just not taking action because everything is there. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I love that you said that you started your podcast and you had no idea where it was going to go or, you know, you didn't, you know, just start it because you wanted to monetize as quickly as possible. Like that was another curiosity that you had. It was an interest that you had and you just let things happen um, and opportunities came out of it. And I think one of the, the biggest points that you say is, you know, being consistent, because I think that's where a lot of us really go astray, because it, you start to do something and then you just kind of like, ah, oh, well, nobody's listening or, you know, nobody's responding yeah. to me. And then you just kind of disappear. But I mean, that's yeah. pretty much the most unprofessional thing that you could do. Like you have to come whether people are showing up or not you have to show up <laughs> exactly and and i would say it's the same thing with social media some people think that facebook's not working or what's what's organic marketing like they're like why would i post i mean i only have one or two likes or anything like that but what people forget is it's the same thing when you have an email list a lot of people are on that list or on your social media let's say if you have a public profile a lot of people could read what you're writing but they are not interacting with you like you have an influence on so many people that never say a word mm -hmm. and when that person is ready if you've been messaging that person because you know it's your perfect client and you use the right words and you you talk about their concerns and you and you and you express how much you can help them then at a certain point they will reach out and they'll be like oh my god i've been following you for a long time and you had never seen their name before because you have been doing a consistent job of sharing value with them and they were not ready at the time but today they are and they're reaching out so when people say, well, nobody's listening, nobody's interacting, nobody's engaging on my live streams or nobody's on my LinkedIn account or whatever, well, I'm saying that think about all those people that read in silence and are maybe too shy to reach out now or they are in a situation when they can't afford you right now. But remember that if you keep going, well, as soon as they're ready, you are the person they're going to reach out to. Right. Yeah. No, I love that. And and if you just kind of think of your own day, like how many times do you actually respond to, you know, emails that come into your email box? You might read them, you might appreciate them, but I mean, you yeah. can't respond to them all. Uh, you would get nothing done. <laughs> so, you know, so you have to read. That's true. I have to remember that part when you're marketing. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I really loved about marketing for nurses is that this is what we're trained in, you know, for years and years, we're trained how to listen to people, how to do empathetic uh, communication and therapeutic listening and stuff. And when I first got into business, I learned about empathy marketing. And it was just like light bulbs yeah. going off. I'm like, I've been trained for this my whole life. Like, <laughs> it's great. And I, I think the nurses, especially in my group, underestimate how powerful their training is uh, to set them on um, like a marketing strategy. 
you know what like i totally agree with you because um this is this is a huge problem that uh we are having online now on social media or when people are reaching out is that they're not empathetic or they don't know how to listen or to read about others or being interested in others before pitching or saying what they could do to help um if you take just an example in several facebook groups right and someone is just like overwhelmed or looking for help or anything and they have the they 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 post about the fact that hey um i'm looking for this type of guidance you know who can help me here on this group well a ton of people jump in and they're like me pick me pick me pick me but <laughs> nobody ever asks like so what kind of business do you want to start you know like what what you know what's your zone of genius or what's your expertise or what's your dream business or stuff like that some sometimes the person doesn't even express like what she or he wants to start and then all of a sudden the whole world can help that person right mm -hmm. um so being empathetic listening uh it's a huge thing not only when you're interviewing on podcasts but also like when you are working with your clients because this is huge um i i once I was working with a client uh that uh that had actually a breakthrough while we were talking and I'm not a psychologist or anything like I'm not a well I'm a physiotherapist but not like a, a psychotherapist or anything like that right but then just by listening and just um reframing what the person was telling me uh he was struggling with something and then I I just explained it to him just really fully listened and then I was like so what you're saying is that blah 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 and then i said it in other words and all of a sudden he got it like he was like oh my god like this is what has been stopping me for all those years he had no like way. a breakthrough because i was able to just reframe what he had said in his own words but in my own words so i didn't do like that much from my point of view because i was trained to be a good listener and to be able to repeat what people are telling me to make sure that they know i get it and they know i understand them but uh but then sometimes it gives great results and i think that people are underestimating that and as you're saying um nurses are extremely well trained uh in that field and physical therapists and all those therapists right and they could use it so much at their advantage when they're doing marketing for their business Yeah, and I, I'm going to have to borrow your zone of genius. I love that. <laughs> that's genius. Because that's, for me, that's the zone of genius, genius of nurses is the ability to listen. And it's marketable. And it's something that they can turn into a business in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't want to keep you too long, but I do want to ask you about your TV show. What, what was that about? And are you still doing it? Oh, no, I, I, I'm not doing it still, but it was uh, with my home staging business. So um, I had a show that had to do with um, uh, decoration, but reusing old materials. So not necessarily buying new, but using stuff that we had and then um, just like putting it in a fresh look 
in order to do renovation in people's rooms. So uh, kitchen, uh, living room, bedroom, and all that stuff. So it was a whole season, 10 episodes. I had a lot of fun doing it. And this oh, wow. is where I realized that I loved being in front of the camera and communicating with, with others. And uh, that's how like, I pushed it a little bit further and went to get that training into radio and television hosting. Oh, okay. So it, again, it's your curiosity. You, you got into this you thought, let me do a TV show. Did you have like a whole studio crew or is this something you did with an iPhone or? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was actually a, like a, a TV station here in Montreal that was really interested in the, the concept. So they decided to go for it. So we had a whole production team and all of that. Like it was, it was not with the iPhone, anything like that. Like we had a whole crew. So there were about 10 to 15 people on um, on the on the set uh, for each episode, and we had forty eight hours to do every renovation, and we had ten houses to renovate, like ten rooms to renovate within. I think the 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 filming was about like two or three weeks long. It was really intensive. Like I I didn't sleep so much that during that time, but I learned a ton a ton about television and about like being on camera. So the most important thing I learned is that uh, when you look at a camera or you're talking behind the mic, you need to be smiling all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so true. I've noticed that like when I turn my it's camera on to like a conference call or something and I'm not smiling, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and then when you smile, everything changes. <laughs> so exactly. Funny. And then people get actually, people get actually feel when you are, when you're smiling behind the mic or when you're, when you're bored if you're not, like, or when you're grumpy and stuff. So you might as well be smiling, right? <laughs> so you're clearly the type of person that just, you know, if you're scared of things, it doesn't seem to stop you. Um, you know, you're just a very curious person, which I, I love. I love curious people. Uh, and doors just open for you. So what makes what you make seem easy and, you know, while it's Fabian, you know, of course she's going to have a TV show and a podcast, but you've earned all of these things just by being <laughs> curious, right? And you're at that stage now that we look at you and yeah, say, exactly. oh, of, course. of course she had a TV show, right? <laughs> but you started somewhere just like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Like I'm really, I'm a very, very shy type person. Um, when I was younger, like I would, I would really hide, uh, for not to be noticeable. Like my whole high school, um, I, I was just like, um, the type of person that didn't necessarily go towards others. Like, it's not that I didn't have any friends. I did, but I was always better in a small group than in this huge crew or, you know, uh, doing parties and all that stuff. That was not the type of person I, I was. And, even like if you give me the choice of staying home and watching, I don't know, a romantic movie on, on, on Netflix and going out in this huge party, well, probably I'll stay home <laughs> with my Netflix movie. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's like, I think it's skills that you develop like along the years. And, and as you said, well, because I dared to do stuff, sometimes it gave great results and of course it motivates you to do stuff that that gets you a bit out more of your comfort zone and then you see what happens with it 
But uh, you can't complain that nothing happens if you don't dare to try at a certain point. Yeah, I love that. Um, all right, Fabian, do you have any uh, final words that you want to say? Or do you want to, uh, do you have a website where we can send people or um, any place that people can find you? Yeah, so it's easy to find me. You just have to type my name, FabienneRaphael.com, and everything is there. So what I stand for, uh, what I do, and also you have a link to my podcast there. Okay. And, and I you have some goodies. Oh, yay. I love goodies. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. And I, I will definitely have your website and all your links uh, so people can easily find you and, and learn more about you and collect your free gifts. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Well, it was my pleasure to be here and thank you for your patience. I know we've tried a few times to schedule this and we made it happen finally. So thank and you. it was totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> cool.